talk about a lot of movies on this show, and chances are, you haven't seen all of them. Want an easy way to watch them all and so much more? You should check out Amazon Prime. If you go to my website right now, moviesmorepod.com, linked in the description, and scroll to the bottom of the homepage, you can check out a tab that will take you to start a 30-day free trial of Prime. On top of that, every movie I talk about will have a product link to the rent the movie through Amazon in the episode description. So go watch more movies and do it with Amazon. Thanks for supporting this great service and this show. Welcome back to Giovanni Andrioli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright friends, welcome back to the show, and today I'm here to talk about some really exciting movies, but even more exciting uh, is the fact that this is my first ever second annual episode, man, and that's crazy. Uh, I don't really do anything for Thanksgiving, I don't think, but I did a Christmas special, and a Halloween special, and obviously it isn't quite Christmas yet, but it will be soon enough. For the time being, it is Halloween, which means it's time for me to record my second annual Halloween special. I can't believe it, but I'm really excited. It's so hard to believe that it's been a year since then, but it has been, and I covered kind of all of this before at the beginning of the week episode, so I don't really need to go over it again, but regardless, um, wow. I can't believe that I made it this far, and I'm super happy that I did, because this is a really exciting moment. So, happy Halloween, and enjoy this show. Last last year, she's crazy, uh, but last year I covered the first films in the big three horror franchises, basically. I covered... Uh, Halloween, the 1978 movie. I covered the Friday the 13th original film and Nightmare on Elm Street. And I really like those to varying degrees, which is to say I really like Nightmare and Halloween, but I really hated Friday the 13th. And um, this time, I'm here to talk about another set of three movies that are classics in the horror genre. None of these I'd ever seen before, which was different than, than last year where I went in with some previous knowledge. And that is the Evil Dead trilogy. So, this is a trilogy that I heard a lot about. I am someone who's a big fan of the Spider-Man movies, obviously. And once you get to learn about Sam Raimi and his kind of come up and his process as as a director and his story, uh, you, you know, obviously these movies are infamous. And I think I probably heard them referenced at first in conjunction with the hospital scene in Spider-Man 2 because everyone's like, Sam Raimi flexing his horror roots, blah, 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 Sam Raimi, horror, whatever. And I was like, really? Because to me, you know, Spider-Man and a horror movie don't really seem that connected. So it's weird to think that, like, uh, yeah, I guess that was a thing. So I found out about it, and that was when I first kind of learned about it. And you hear it talked about around this time of year, and especially by people like me who cover movies and who are like really into film, but I had never seen it, so I thought, you know what, this is a really good opportunity to finally cross these movies off the list. And I'll tell you what, I think Evil Dead, the first one, is pretty good. Uh, I don't, I don't really know, it's hard for me because I think that 2 is a better movie overall. I don't, I don't know how I didn't know this, but going in I didn't know that 
uh, Evil Dead 2 was basically a remake of Evil Dead 1 because of like a whole right situation, whatever. I don't really know exactly uh, from the, the limited research I did, but um, it's like, it's like basically the same movie with a little bit different order to like when the friends come in, when the supporting characters come in at first. In, in the first movie, the friends are there from the start and then in the second movie, the uh, supporting characters, they're not really his friends, but they come in as the movie goes on. And I think that overall, Evil Dead 2 is a better movie. It leans into the comedy more. While there's a lot of cheesy moments in 1, I don't think that it it quite nailed the tone as well. Uh, I do think there are some really great directorial moments in 1. Um, there's amazing lighting throughout the entire movie and there's a really good shot composition there was some stuff that really took me aback for it being one of sam raimi's first features and for having an incredibly low budget um there's a shot through a clock so like you can see the uh whatever that pendulum thing is i don't really know but the thing on like a grandfather clock that goes back and forth that's in the front of the frame and the shot is like from the perspective of the clock almost it's really cool looking really striking and then uh one of the other ones that really really got me um was like you seeing the the clock in the mirror and then like uh one of the characters i don't remember who but was was is framed in the foreground there's a lot of really cool stuff like that where there's something happening in the background and there's something in the foreground and, and you're telling the story visually very efficiently that way and that kind of carries over to evil dead 2 i don't think that it's quite the same but it, it it's something I really noticed about the first one and was just really impressed by again because it was such a low budget and such an early film in Sam Raimi's career it's incredible I mean you don't see stuff like that from seasoned directors now so it's insane that he had that good of a grip on it that early on obviously the big standout camera work in this whole series is the perspective of the evil dead as it's moving through it's got that great sound effect and i mean that's stuff where i'm just like how do they do that and there's a sequence in two where you really feel like an escalating paranoia and claustrophobia as it follows ash through the house and he's going through sort of like behind the the, the rooms and there's like all those weird pipes and like nails and stuff and like the uh as he's moving through the house and and like the way it blows through doors and glass it just looks really cool it's really satisfying to see i don't know how they did that which is actually something i was saying to myself a lot throughout these movies especially especially the first one where it's like it's such a low budget i don't know how they did that and even when you get to the second one and the third one where there's obviously much more money behind them it still had me wondering that like how did they do that there's some stuff that's really jaw-dropping especially because it's all practical uh, for the most part. I mean, there's some compositing work and there's some very obvious map paintings. Holy crap, and too, when the bridge is, like, blown up. Um, the, the map painting there is so obvious. It was kind of funny. But it, it works. For this world, I think it works. And that's actually the same thing for all the effects because they don't all always look totally convincing. Some more than others, I would say. On the whole, the level of detail and, like, articulation and all the these designs and... Um, and like the animatronics, so impressive. I was astounded by some of these designs. In two, the the doctor lady, the wife uh, of of him, or sorry, the the doctor guy, like the the dude who whose cabin they're staying at, who reads the stuff on the tape, his wife, 
her design and like that that puppeteering all that work uh wow that was really cool and like one of the most legitimately affecting designs i think it was so gross to look at but really uh really really well designed and the stop motion with the girlfriend's corpse and like her head and she's like spinning it around and she's doing the the twirling dance move but her head's staying still i was like what that was really cool and it doesn't necessarily look real but like i said this world is already so cheesy there's a guy with a chainsaw for a hand i mean it sort of fits right in so i was on board for it and it looks really really cool like just what a cool idea and uh I think that was in general my whole thing with the second one was it really leans into the goofy tone and it does a lot of really creative things with the monsters and their designs and I really liked it but I think overall the problem for me with the first two is that because I watched them so close together I got a little bit bored uh, and, and again I'm still super impressed by the effects I still really like the Ash as a protagonist he's really fun to watch Bruce Campbell is a great performer but at the same time, you don't really get a lot of changes in location, and and no matter what, you can't really get around it. It's just, and I know it's by design, but it's just them in the house. It's a, it's a group of characters trapped in this cabin, and the evil dead are coming at them in a bunch of different ways. And while you can get creative with those ways, there's only so much you can do with them at the end of the day when you're confined to that location. So... It was really good for me when they finally got out of that and he winds up in like the Middle Ages and we move into Army of Darkness. So I think I've said my piece about the um, about the the first two. I think that the first one is a little bit more meandering. The characters don't really have like they're big enough reactions to a lot of the stuff and they don't really seem to have a good grip on what they're doing. It almost seems like seems like from scene to scene they forget what's happening. Uh, and I think that's something that's definitely proved upon by the second one. It gets going much quicker and it stays more focused throughout the entire narrative. So there's a lot of ways uh, that I've talked about, and, and that one's one included, that I think that the second film improves on the first. So if I had to pick between the two, I think I'd pick the second movie. But if I had to pick between the three, holy hot damn am I picking Army of Darkness every time. I love this movie. This is when it really clicked for me. I was like, oh, shit. This might be uh, something I watch every year or, or every six months. This is a really, really good fucking movie, man. Uh, I was so impressed. I think they really hit their stride with this one. I loved the tone right off the bat. It moves really fast. I love the, the quick recap with Ash. Ash has really come into his own as a character, and his like charm has really been well-defined. Bruce Campbell's really nailed it in this movie. It's awesome. I loved everything about this movie from start to finish. This was a really, really great horror comedy. Um, the book scene made me laugh out loud. Speaking of the comedy aspect, I was like actually laughing out loud at the book scene when he's like coughing and pretending to say the words and he's like fighting with all the different versions of the book. That was so funny. Um, the, the training scene where he's like teaching them how to fight <laughs> made me laugh so hard too. And the 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 old man with the gunpowder and he's like kind of inspecting the pouch and he holds it over the candle and ash is like no 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 uh that made me laugh out loud um when the skeleton army comes the the deadites when they come storm in the castle and you see like this one skeleton playing the flute i was like okay and then 
<laughs> and then you get like one's playing the drums and one's one's got like uh, a trumpet or something. I don't even know an organ. I I don't know what they're what you call them, but that was so funny. Uh, I really really like that. And actually, speaking of the Deadites, holy crap! The puppetry at work there and the detail that they get in that—that's really what got to me with those. Uh, with that and the the evil ash that whole thing the detail that they have like like you can tell like the different um, textures and the skull and the teeth and the and it's got like it's super well shaded and you can see like dirt flecks and blood and all kinds of stuff it's so so cool and it's so intricate and there's a lot of like really good visual gags with all of the deadites trying to you know moving around and, and interacting with each other and the the I don't even know what that is like the prosthetic the makeup the probably a little bit of both uh whatever whatever's going on with the evil ash once he's in like his final form without the skin and he's got like the shotgun damage on his face and stuff so cool you can see the marks in his teeth there's like all the different looks to the skin like it's like rotted in some places and it's like bloody in other places and it's so gnarly and it's so cool i was so impressed by that and actually like his whole the whole fight uh, at the end, the climactic battle with him and Ash, like, uh, you know, real Ash, so good. And Ash has got the double swords, and he's driving the car around earlier, and, uh, you know, he's, like, doing all this stuff. Oh, it's so badass. There's some really good shots in that battle, too. Uh, there's one pointed up a little bit at the archers as they shoot their flaming arrows, and then above them, a flaming catapult goes by, and the sky's a beautiful blue, and I was like, this movie is awesome this is so awesome this is a really really good movie um yeah man like th that was just such a cool idea all the different ways that they attack the deadites and they fight back and then they eventually team up with um with henry and his army and then that kind of like forms a new kingdom it was also cool uh i just love all of that and i love how creative they got with bringing in ash's modern day technology into the the old world like that was all really cool to see that interact and to see like the older modifications to his newer stuff that was so so awesome and just in general ash looks really great in this movie i mentioned before about the double swords but that was a really really awesome look for him like he just looks badass wielding two swords fighting a an evil dead version of himself and a skeleton with the other one and it was just like really awesome and I like that it's the same thing. It's like a, you know, an, a more modern thing. His, like, his button-down blue shirt, but then they have the old school spin on it, and they put the knight armor on him, and he just looks so awesome. And like I said, badass. Like, this is just cool. He's got a lot of great one-liners in this movie, and there's a lot of moments with him that are really, really funny, and I love seeing him undergo, like, the hero's journey and, and rejecting the call, and then coming back to the to those people because he you know he decided they were worth fighting for and it was all just really good this is a really really awesome movie it's really funny it's got great effects great action great characters uh great writing amazing directing like this is just a really great movie and i loved how many different color palettes it had and how many different locations you go to it really opens up the scope of this world and makes it feel a lot more expansive which is something i really really liked uh, in in contrast to the other two movies, which are so secluded and so um, and so claustrophobic, and again, like I said before, by design, I understand that. But at the same time, it's like um, 
it's just refreshing to see. I think that's the main thing for me. If you watch them all so close together, it's definitely like, okay, one and two, and yeah, they're very, you know, very samey after a while, and then you get to three, and it's like, whoa, there's a whole other side of this, and I really, really appreciated it. Uh, I do... I do want to chime in right before I get out of here that I think that the the ending, the three theatrical ending, way better. The alternate ending is, it's a really cool idea, but I think it's just like, it, it doesn't quite go out on the right note. It's too, it's like weirdly kind of cheesy looking because of the angle at which it's shot and like the compositing is not very good. But then at the same time, it's like, um... You know, it is kind of a perfectly ash move to kind of mess up the whole mystical side of it. And so I get that, and I get the temptation to do it. And if it could have been a fourth movie that followed that storyline, that maybe could have been cool. But as is, I just think that the super cheesy and completely ridiculous ending when he goes back to the um, to the supermarket thing is just a better way to go. And it really leaves you on like a fist pumping high where that one's kind of like a what happens next? And then you never find out. And it just seems like it would be a little disappointing. So I'm glad they went with the theatrical one. It's cool to imagine what would have been had they gone with the original version. But I think that the ending works better as they have it. So yeah, I know a lot of people are very split on that decision. So I figured I might as well weigh in. And that's where I'm coming down on it. All right, man, this was a good episode. I know it was a little bit longer, but I don't think I did too bad for covering three movies. And there was a lot to talk about here. So I, I think I did a, I think I did an all right job. I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of, of this one. It's got a good feeling, which is good. I want to live up to, uh, to the Halloween hype. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad this one turned out pretty well. I hope you guys enjoy it. Before I get out of here, I want to say that I am grateful for uh, a nice rainy day. There were parts of it that drove me crazy because it's not like I was getting outside or doing anything. But at the same time, it was it was kind of fun to just be like holed up and get a bunch of work done and, and just kind of relax, uh, watch some movies and stuff. It was it was fun to do. So, you know, it doesn't really happen all the time since school's been back in swing, practice has been back in swing, and works, you know, on the days when I don't have those other two. So it's like, you know, I got a lot going on right now, and it, and it, and it kind of comes suddenly because it went from the quarantine and summer to you know, full on school and everything, so it's a little bit different, so it's a nice change of pace to just have a day to be inside and, and sort of do nothing, if I'm being honest with you, so I'm grateful for that, and I do hope it clears up in the next couple of days, though, it, it, it's something that's kind of like Evil Dead 1 and 2, where in isolation, yeah, I, I can enjoy it, if you watch them both back to back, it gets a little bit much, if you ask me, so, yeah, but I am grateful for it, once in a while, I'm grateful for it. Alright, if you enjoy the show and you want to show it some love, please uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Five stars would be super helpful. You can do it right in app and it takes like a minute. It's awesome. If you know somebody in your life who you think would like this show, please send them my way. I'd love to have them. The more the merrier, as I always say, which is not true. I don't always say that, but I should start. Um... If you want to find links to contact me, uh, links to every possible place you can listen to this show, and links to the most recent episode, as well as a new tab, maybe called Shop? What? You didn't hear that from me. Uh, there'll be more details on that later. I mentioned it briefly on a recent episode, but uh, I'll give you a full explanation of that next week. But for now, if you head over to that website, you might get an early peek of something I, I'm really excited to talk about in more detail uh, in in the coming days. So, I don't know. 
hate to leave you on a cliffhanger, but go find out. Go find out for yourself. So, yeah, thank you if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But most importantly, thank you as always for listening. Happy Halloween. I hope you enjoy it, however you like to do that. Um, snuggle up under the blankets, turn all the lights off, and watch some horror movies. Get a bunch of Halloween candy, pop a popcorn, I don't know. Whatever your, your uh, drug of choice is, I hope it, it hits the spot on Halloween night. Um, yeah, it's a really great time of year, so enjoy it, and thank you for making this episode part of it. I can't wait to keep doing more and more of these every year. It's going to be awesome. We're going to look back on this one one day and be like, what? Only two? That's crazy. So, yeah, until next time, groovy. Happy Halloween. Peace, guys.